The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Transmitting from WebmasterRadio.fm, World Headquarters in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Get ready to tap into the minds of the founding fathers of SEO. Rocket Rocket to the next generation of Search Engine Optimization 3.0 with traffic that will put your website into a head-on collision. Decades of combined SEO expertise give their take on the world of SEO and give you free expert advice with their weekly site clinic. Now, here are the princes of PageRank, the heroes of HTML, the sultans of search, the SEO, SEO rock stars. All right, welcome everyone to Webmaster Radio's SEO Rockstars. Now, this is Chris Boggs. I'm a president of Sempo and also director of search and media thought leadership at Rosetta. I've uh, been doing the Rockstar Show with Darren now for the past few months, and Darren is unfortunately not going to be able to join us today. Uh, today is June 29th, 2011. We're actually pre-recording this show. We've got an awesome guest who's got an amazingly busy schedule, so we were able to get some time with him to, uh, to do some pre-recording. Uh, I'm honored to say he's been a friend of mine for a number of years now, uh, but we have Avi Walensky joining us. Avi, how are you doing? Hey, Good to good to be here on SEO Rockstars. Good to have you, my friend. Tell me, tell us what what you're doing these days uh, and your role and all that stuff. What I'm doing these days, sure. Uh, working on a number of different projects. Um, you know, the big thing is running the uh, the SEO agency out of Manhattan. Uh, working with some some clients like Sony Music, MTV, McGraw Hill, a lot of a lot of big publishers, uh, a lot of old media companies that are really trying to figure out what this SEO thing is and and why is it putting them out of business and how they can <laughs> how they can uh how they can you know use it to to kind of uh stay afloat uh you know that's the consulting arm of my business um then there's a um you know launched a uh a subscription based tool recently called StatDash which is a uh, online mashup online marketing mashup maker so it allows you to um to track and monitor uh, different KPIs across the search, social, mobile, local spaces. A really cool product. Um, you know, right now it's free for everybody. It's a freemium model. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, cool. pretty cool. So that's what I've been working on. And, uh, you know, also working on some, some side uh, projects, you know, some affiliate sites and some e-commerce sites. but. Nice. Fine, well, I'm looking forward work. to getting into all those uh, with you. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, working with your agency, it's Pro Media Corp. Uh, that's correct, is the pronunciation, right? Pro Media Corp. Correct. Yes. Or, yes. Um, so, you know, anytime you're working in an agency and supporting SEO tools and and integration with analytics is going to be huge. So. Can you tell me, uh, and, and you know, I'm obviously not trying to make this a pitch for StatDash, but I'm just curious always when uh, tools are kind of born out of processes, um, is that something that really helped you, kind of the, the SEO and the consulting kind of side of things? Did that help with the development of StatDash, or is this something that came along on the side as you, were, as you identified opportunities uh, with gaps that existed in uh, analytic systems that you were using? Yeah, that's a very good question, and uh, 
you know, uh, it actually started as a tool that we built for Sony Music. Um, you know, when we started working with the organization, uh, it was about 180 uh, artist websites from Michael Jackson to Beyonce, all the big superstar rock stars uh, are managed by that organization. Uh, we didn't really have the tools in place. There, you know, there, there weren't really, there wasn't really anything that that fit our needs. So we built Statdash, and um, you know, and uh, it's we've been using it for about a year internally, and we finally uh, released it to, uh, we opened it up to the public as an open platform. Essentially, you know, what it allows you to do is manage uh, lots and lots of domain names and web properties or whatnot um, in a very very scalable way with a very slick UI and, um, you know, you add whatever, you know, KPIs are, are relevant to you or, or whoever's on the team. Um, you know, it's, it's not, uh, you know, it's, while there, it's certainly SEO-centric, it's not specific to SEO. Um, it, you know, some of the key features of it is uh, integration of, um, of the main, of some third-party third analytics programs. So you have uh, Facebook Insights, you have YouTube Insights, you have Twitter's analytics, and you have Google Analytics. So it mashes up a lot of that data together to, to really show some cool uh, results, uh, to really show some cool stats, rather. Uh, yeah, definitely, uh, you know, I definitely give it a try. Uh, it's free, nothing to lose. Yeah, that sounds neat. Um, yeah. So the... Um it sounds to me like this could be a tool, and, and I would imagine, you know, t typically I'm involved in agency work, and uh, frankly, uh, you know, without getting too much away, we don't do a lot of domaining. Um, most of the clients that we work with have uh, a ton of authority, and, and we're able to uh, kind of help work with that and, and spread the authority out and so forth. But domaining and, and the use of multiple domains to, to, to try to help drive additional SEO value is something that certainly... Uh, uh, continued to be a tactic that's in use out there, uh, and and you know in terms of being able to cross uh, to manage across and look for trends and so forth. Is that is that kind of what you're getting at? Is to be able to use uh, you know multiple domains, maybe let's say long tail keyword inclusive domains and stuff like that to uh, get content out on, and then thereby help to provide value back to the uh, uh, the particular sites that you're. Uh, to, you know, purely focused on from a ranking and, and conversion uh, perspective. Yeah, I mean that's a, a very good question. Um, you know, it's again, it's not specific to a particular domain name um, as far as the amount of different profiles you can track. Um, you know, note, you know, a lot of times with big brands, they might just have one domain name, but you know, many many different subdomains, which right you know, because okay. they're subdomains, they they're separate sites. Um, you know, there might be, you know, a lot of brands, of course, have the, the misspellings and the, uh, you know, uh, you know uh, domain names with, you know, the, it's not their official domain name, but, you know, alternate versions. Um, yeah. It's, it's you know, it's... It, so this will help you get insight into sort of the occasional type-in uh, traffic and stuff like that that those domains get and, and get you a better understanding. Uh, to me, that, you know, that's very important. A lot of people, you know, they're smart enough to buy those kind of things, and, uh, but they're not really tracking. I mean, I guess they can be tracking through redirects, uh, you know, the performance from those. But anyway, uh, I think, you know, really cool and, and certainly uh, one of those great – SEO uh, tactics that uh, that's very important, especially in terms of how you can uh, monitor your own brand's reputation. You know, you can't just trust that no one's going to do typos. 
Um, I wanted to shift uh, subjects a little. I know, Avi, for, you know, as I said before, we've known each other over the years. You've been kind and a gracious host when I visited Manhattan uh, and uh, um, always shown me the finest restaurants, especially uh, that awesome Vietnamese place we went to. Um, Tell me, you were previously really focused in on real estate um, in uh, is that something that um, I, I think you mentioned that you've changed uh, your focus a little bit? And, and I'd love to chat with you, you know, about your perspective on, you know, previously having been heavily focused towards pre- real estate. And now uh, I can't recall exactly what it was, uh, but maybe you can talk to us about that. Sure. Yeah. I mean, of course, during the, uh, you know, during the, you know, we still have real estate clients, Um you know, we do. You know, while we started out doing a lot of work in the real estate space, what we quickly figured out that, you know, I'm going to go on the record publicly stating that most most realtors are real big pain in the ass clients. Um, you know, they they love to. You know, I'm going to stereotype against realtors, but uh, they tend. You know, they're salespeople, and you know, they. they you know, from a client services perspective, uh, you know the. PETA factor, the pain in the ass factor in the real estate vertical is, is really high. Uh, sure. if, the, if the realtor is not busy, you know, it's you know, if they're not uh, active one particular day, then it's not uncommon to get many requests. And you know, it's uh, it's a competitive vertical, and and we, you know, we still have some really competitive uh, rankings and get a lot of traffic in that vertical, even after. Even after the the home crisis, um, you know, after the home crisis, we see more. You know, you know, even though the housing market is still bad, some of the sites that we manage traffic is at a at a record high. Um, it just, you know, it just we haven't been, uh, you know, really putting ourselves out there, I guess, in the in the real estate space. You know, we have uh, we have one uh, big client that we work with that we love, and um, you know, it's, we're really focused on that as you know as. It, Regards to SEO for real estate, but doing that for many, many years. I mean, yeah. Six, seven let me, years let me ask you real quick time. there. Sure. So, um, it sounds like you know, and, and this is a great subject uh, as far as SEO rock stars is concerned, because there's no SEO out there that hasn't had either an unreasonable client or a client whose expectations have not been properly set. Right. So, uh, certainly the. Uh, the work uh, involved in getting rankings uh, and, and traffic for viable uh, real estate-related terms is is, a, is very difficult, right? It's, it's a lot of work. Um, it can be very dependent on how well the other agents are doing in your area. It can probably be pretty dependent on some of the aggregator sites out there and so on and so forth. But, uh, you know, it, it's uh, it's unfortunate when uh, there's, a, there's not an expectation set that's aligned with reality. Uh, and, and I see what you mean. And I, and I think, uh, you know, thanks for, you know, bringing that up. Uh, you know, I think uh, e-consultancy actually had a pretty good um – uh, Andreas Puros had a good article recently that I had tweeted. Uh, I think he posted it on the just yesterday, actually, around uh, uh, clients get the search advertising they deserve. It's what it's called, and and really, you know, one of the key things that he focused in on um, is that you know, quote is some of you have awful products and services, but we're often loath to tell you. Uh, I think that's a microcosm of a lot of the types of uh, issues that exist uh, in trying to. Perform 
platform, enterprise-level SEO, uh, and, and certainly you experience that with uh, different uh, contacts and different business communication uh, opportunities and, and, and circumstances where it can go one way or the other. And it, it's all based on what the baseline understanding is of not only the concepts and, and uh, methodologies that are being implemented, but also uh, the level of competition. So what, what have you moved into from real estate where you're, I mean, I know, like you said, you're still focused on real estate as well, but I, I remember you mentioned uh, that there's another area that, that's sort of growing uh, a larger passion on, on your side. Yeah, the, the music space um, is really where we've, uh, music and publishing in general is where we, you know, where we've been doing a lot of work, uh, mostly again with uh, Sony Music. Uh, and with MTV uh, through our good friend uh, Shimon Sandler, who's all right, the director of search right. there. That's so. great. I was going to say that when you mentioned Sony, good old Shimon. Um, good old so Shimon, tell me, yeah. like so. in, in a microcosm, what would you say the biggest difference is when you're working with? Uh, uh, well, obviously, you know, given that you're working with someone of the caliber of Shimon, uh, you may not necessarily have an expert of that caliber in house at some of the other clients that you have, especially maybe on the real estate side. But uh, outside of that, what are some of the big uh, differences uh, that you're seeing? Well, like, you know, the big differences, um, you know, it's, so, you know, as far as, well, I, I guess what, what I'm seeing is that um, some of these larger organizations, um, you know, these huge Fortune 500s, these huge publishers are getting their butts kicked by, you know, the small players that are much more nimble and are not bound by the red tape and don't need to get 20 developers in a room to implement a like button or, or uh, you know, uh, that can really go out, you know, could be aggressive in the space. Um, you know, it's, big publishers have a lot of challenges with, with a lot of the rules and regulations and same thing with big real estate publishers. You know, you're in the real estate vertical, uh, you're a realtor, you're bound by the rules and regulations of, uh, of uh, you know, you're not only by you know the, the National Real Estate Association, Realtor.org, um, but right. also the multiple listing services. And you know you're at the you know, a lot of red tape and a lot of uh, cooks in the kitchen uh, make things a heck of a lot more complicated than they should be. And that you know gives way for the smaller players um, to to get into the space and really compete. Uh, you know, as long as they're they're following equity. that red tape as well, obviously. Hey, Avi, I hate to cut you off on that, because, uh, but we do need to take a break in a minute. I, I got to say, though, real quick, I, I think that's very insightful, and a lot of us focus in on the fact that financial services and healthcare, in particular are very difficult from a regulatory and legal and, and compliance perspective, uh, but you shed light on uh, you know, some of the other areas right there, so anything that's involved like real estate and obviously um, you know, in terms of royalties and or uh, ownership and intellectual property on the music side, there must be a huge amount of uh, red tape that you have to get through. So, uh, yeah, sure. Thanks again for joining us today, and we're going to get back to you in just a moment. Let me uh, allow uh, Brasco, who I'm sure is probably bursting a vein, getting ready to do an ad over there, because uh, I think we've gone a little bit over our, our initial segment. But let's do this, and uh, we'll be right back with you, everyone. You're listening to SEO Rock Stars. You're listening to the SEO Rockstars, exclusively on WebmasterRadio.fm. Mm-hmm. 
They are a part of an industry that makes tens of billions of dollars every year. People hang on to their every word of their business strategy, even the prepositions. These are the internet millionaires you have read about and whose secrets you would love to learn. They are the most inspiring and intriguing people in affiliate marketing. When I want to build relationships with the best and brightest minds in affiliate marketing amongst lush tropical surroundings, I come to AFCON 2011 Miami. AFCON 2011 Miami, October 13th through 15th at the Fairmont Turnberry Isle in Miami, Florida. Register and learn more at AFCONEvents.com, A-F-F-C-O-N-Events.com. Come, my friends, to AFCON 2011 Miami. Ascend into new heights of ranking and revenue with a search engine-friendly online shopping cart that's ready for liftoff. Introducing Ascender Cart. Ascender Cart optimizes your shopping cart with easy-to-use SEO tools that will help build keywords, titles, and tags for top search engine rankings. Get all of the advantages of having a shopping cart on your site and monitor your progress with regular reports in just a click. Prepare to launch your shopping cart to the top of the search engines with Ascender Cart. Learn more about what Ascender Cart can do for you at AscenderCart.com. A-S-C-E-N-D-E-R-C-A-R-T.com. If you're looking for a new multifaceted SEO and social media tool set, look for The Raven. Raven has the important tools that every internet marketer needs. Raven offers customized metrics for managing link building campaigns, social media campaigns, with campaign reporting and research tools that you can easily manage. Build up campaign performance for your clients and give your team the tools that will make them soar. If you want to increase your internet marketing revenue, look for The Raven. Go to raventools.com. That's raventools.com. CEO Coach, Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Culture and Business Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Let's get back to jamming and spamming with the SEO rock stars exclusively on webmasterradio.fm. All right. Welcome back, everyone, to SEO rock stars. Uh, my name is Chris Boggs, and Darren is out today, but I have an awesome guest in Avi Walensky from Pro Media Corp, as well as the subscription based tool called Fat Bash. Avi, welcome back. Good to be back. Hey, we had a great uh, chat before the uh, before the break uh, about you know some of the differences between industries. Uh, let's get into some a little bit more tactics. I want to pick your mind here. I, I know one of the things that you and I have talked about in the past, and I've certainly reached out to you for advice on uh, when I'm preparing uh, conference presentations and so forth, is this idea of uh, you know the whole topic of the Google autocomplete, uh, which used to be called uh, auto suggest, I think. Uh, but really, you know, uh, just as a quick recap for anyone not familiar that's listening to this, although I'm sure you mostly are, um, you know, Google. 
Google helps to try to fill out the rest of what it thinks you're going to be searching for uh, as you're typing stuff into the tool into the search bar. So uh, there's typically uh, you know a limited cutoff number of the possible variations once you get to a certain number of letters, and uh, it's obviously very important to rank well for whatever shows up in there. So uh, some people may look at it that way. And uh, another way to look at it and that I wanted to talk to you about tactically, um, Avi, is the idea of uh, trying to potentially influence or at least, um, you know, have some say in the suggestions that come up in autocomplete. Sure. Yeah. Uh, autocomplete is, uh, is, a, is a hot topic these days, uh, you know, at Users are seeing more and more of it, especially since you know the mobile revolution. Um, it's much easier to get to a query, you know, by typing three letters versus um, you know typing out the whole word. So that I think that's really uh, what it's you know what the big shift in that uh, you know the big shift into autocomplete is really about. Uh, but um, you know what the side effect of that is, it causes a lot of um, reputation management problems for businesses. You know. Uh, a lot of times, you know, suggested terms will appear that the user never thought of, you know, whether it's, um, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, whether, you know, a lot of times it's uh, complaints or scam. It's a big problem for a lot of businesses. Um, you know, it's it's not necessarily the, the fact that the businesses are scams or that they have many complaints, but because it's, um, it's search volume driven and users are checking to see whether business X uh, is a scam or or there are complaints associated with it because, you know, the algorithm of Google suggests or autocomplete, you know, is really heavily biased towards query volume. Um, that stuff gets in there and uh, and pisses brands off to, to big extremes, um, brands and individuals, um, I guess. Is this mostly happening just with brand searches, Avi, or do you see this occasionally happening where, like, someone does a non-branded search like maybe artificial sweetener and then out of that search would come up a suggest saying uh you know sweeten low artificial sweetener kills or something like that it doesn't have to be a branded search i mean it could be if you type in you know one great example is if you type in like any ethnic group you know you'll all the stereotypes will immediately be revealed by suggest oh really yes yeah, wow. so it's not you know it's ethnic groups it's people especially i mean on on vanity searches um you know, uh, you know, it could be. Uh, yeah, I think there's know. one that uh, Chris Boggs is a god. When you do Chris Boggs, it's pretty yes, cool. Right. I don't know why there's such a volume right. around that, but uh. yeah, usually when you <laughs> usually when you uh, type in someone that's uh, you know a big shot, you'll see uh, net worth uh, associated with that on suggest. Um, there's a lot of. Oh, interesting. Know, so tell me, what do you, uh, sure. I mean, I, we've talked in the past about kind of like a sort of a crowdsourcing methodology around uh, maybe helping to affect uh, in a positive way from your own perspective. Uh, sure, and t sure. Tell me about some of that. So if, you know, if we, we know that, you know, it's pretty straightforward that it's search volume driven. So um, that's the, you know, the, one of the secret sauces of that algorithm um, so if you can get query volume up for a specific term through many different ways, um, you know, crowdsourcing is an interesting way of doing it. Crowdsourcing is you know, not referring to any particular uh, platform, but just the concept of having many different users perform uh, the related, you know, perform the tasks or have 
you get a, a hundred or a thousand users across the, you know, the, uh, you know sometimes it's you know suggest is also has is very local centric. So if it's a local business, uh, the, you know you're going to need users in in that local area to you know to to run the searches. If it's a, more of a global term, then uh, then you know that's it can be it's okay if users are or uh, global, or if it's a national term, it's okay. If it, local plays a, a huge part in it, but um, essentially, you know, come up with ideas to uh, get people to run queries. Uh, it was interesting. I read on TechCrunch um, about, uh, I think it was some Polish uh, professor, or I think it was Polish, somewhere out in Europe, um, that you know created like a you know a free game and. Bundled in with the game was some little bit of malware that you know got a couple thousands of people that downloaded the game. So you know the malware would just run a script and run that query. So there's you know there's shady ways mm. of influencing Google. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, so, so it would literally yeah. then if they loaded the game, then in the meantime their computer was uh, helping improve the numbers uh, for a particular search term that, uh, the, you know, the client of this person, uh, wanted to show up in, uh, Google suggest or, yeah, uh, I'm sorry, much. So you, you know, the, the user would download the game and then in the, you know, the game would, you know, the, a script in the game would run awesome. queries from the different thousands of users uh, that, uh, I love black hat SEO. You know, the funny thing so is, um, <laughs> as much as so I love, you know, you always love what you can't really do that much of. Uh, or any of, if, if depending on the client, obviously, uh, or you know, if you're working in an agency and so forth, uh, that's my disclaimer. Um, the the thing is that there's a lot of people out there that don't love it, right? And there's actually what I would call chivalrous marketers. Uh, I read an article by uh, Mr. Um, it's called Why SEO Discuss Me, and it's a great, obviously, you know, very link baity type of title, uh, and he even leads off with, before my SEO friends get their panties in a wad over today's headline, let me emphasize that I understand the practical value of SEO, but what he goes on, and it's Mark Schaefer is his name, uh, very... Look up that article, Mark Schaefer. I enjoy it. It's at uh, businessgrow.com is his blog, and it's actually been picked up at Web Pro News and uh, at PR uh, Naven or something like that, or... Uh, anyway, um, you know, he goes on to describe this idea, which is, sounds very similar to what you just mentioned, and we only got a couple minutes left. So sure. uh, tell me what you think about this idea and, and, and the people that – so he describes – uh, commenting, right? Comment spam and then hiring a bunch of people. Uh, and it, it actually goes into a very similar description of what you just mentioned, right? Uh, company hires homebound individuals or low-wage people in developing countries to freelance as professional blog commenters. So it's the same kind of thing, right? And it goes through the yeah. process and et cetera. What, what do you think? Because my, my personal opinion, and I actually I found this, his own uh, version of this article after I had already commented on the PR uh, version of it, but what I said was that, hey, you know, unfortunately, some people bring guns to a knife fight, and you can't be one of the guys with a knife, right, in terms of uh, it's all about competition, uh, and I, I can understand and, and applaud the, the, the gentleman for being kind of chivalrous in a way that, hey, we'll only do battle in, in a way that's uh, search engine approved. But to me, it's a little bit, uh, if, if you're going to be chivalrous, you might get stepped on or you might get shot by the guy with the gun. What right. do you think? Well, it reminds me of it reminds me of, um, it reminds me of uh, I guess it was a, the last SMX I was at with uh, Danny's closing uh, statements about you know about these types of topics about um, 
and I, what really struck me was, uh, you know, it's, you know, there's two schools of thought. You know, you're going to either be the best you're going to be and, you know, produce that excellent content and that excellent link bait and get all your, all your, uh, your links and your likes organically, or, you know, you're going to take the lazy way out and, and go for, uh, you know, you know, try to game the system. Um, you know, obviously, choice number one is a lot, uh, you know, is a lot more, you know, genuine and utopian and, and you know, re- you know the, the best way to do it. But, you know, it's not really practical for many bloggers or especially in dry verticals such as, you know, such as uh, insurance or, or mortgages to, you know, to organically get that and rather yeah. than, you know, trying to spend the energy and resources on creativity, they're spending it on, uh, you know, on, on gaming the system. And, you know, that's, I think that's something that's always going to exist mm-hmm. with, uh, with online well, business thanks. in general, you know? It's, uh, yeah, thanks, Avi. I, uh, you know, I agree with you. There's, you can't certainly hold it against people for wanting to play by the rules, uh, but you also sometimes have to wonder if the rule set is dynamically changing, right? And what is gray? What is black and white hat? Is it usually pretty fairly discernible? Uh, the gray is something that's all subject to interpretation, right? Actually, right. black hat's probably subject to interpretation as well. But in, in any case, there's a lot of tactics out there, and a lot of people are using them. I really want to thank you for your uh, spending your time with us today, sure. Avi. And, thank you uh, for having me. Uh, and I uh, hope to get you on the show again uh, within the next few months, and we'll find another topic to chat about and maybe even have Darren here as well. Oh, that would so be thanks wonderful. thanks a lot, Avi. Maybe we can do it from the Webmaster Radio fishing boat in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. That'll be awesome at AFCON. Broadcasting live, right? <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, this has been SEO Rockstars. Once again, this was recorded on June 29, 2011. Uh, this has been Chris Boggs. And uh, for Darren Babin, who's out today, I say adieu et à la prochaine fois tout le monde. Rock on! <laughs>